welcome to Conversations with Achievers. I'm your host, Robert White. I'm a mentor to owners, executives, and their teams, and CEO of Extraordinary People, LLC. I work with people that want to create extraordinary business performance with less stress, more joy, and more personal fulfillment. So sit back, relax, and prepare to learn from your peers as we explore what it takes in terms of attitudes, habits, and behaviors that achieve extraordinary results. Results for yourself, for your family, and your community. Hello there, Robert here, and we've got an exciting interview today. A really wonderful guy who's become a personal friend and a, a, a real hero to me in multiple levels. A great uh, businessman, a great husband, a great father, and uh, just a good friend. So all of those things add up to Miguel Garcia. Miguel, welcome to uh, Conversations with Achievers. Thank you very much, Robert. The pleasure uh, uh, being on this podcast with you. Again, a lot of respect for you, for your career, and I'm looking forward to doing this podcast with you. Well, uh, we could talk about many, many things about being in business, about being a husband, about being a father, uh, you know, all of those things, uh, uh, and some, some both incredible positive experiences we've shared, but also with some that have been not so positive, especially with our families. So, uh, but today in service to our mostly business person audience, uh, I thought it'd be good if we could talk a little bit about, uh, let's start with just, uh, I know an introduction of you and what you're up to in, in the world. All right, this is gonna be very uh, condensed. Um, <laughs> been married for 38 years with my wife. Um, She's from Guatemala. I was born in Mexico. We migrated to the States in 1977, uh, became U.S. citizen, um, started my entrepreneurial journey at 41, a little late in life. But since then, um, I built eight businesses, exited three, you know, had my share of failures. But, uh, you know, you got to count those, right? <laughs> Part of the game. Part of the game, yes, that's how you learn. So um, that's kind of my condensed bio. And oh, quickly, we, have, we have 15 children, sorry. Oh, we that's right. Out. Huge uh, family. Yes. Do you remember all their names? This is what's important. Right? Uh, the birthdays is the problem. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, remember, I remember the days, but not the years. Oh. The years that we're born, so. You know that uh, that's what computers were made for, Miguel. <laughs> I have a cheat sheet on my phone. <laughs> Good for you. Look, uh, I know that you, one of your current businesses uh, deals with really a, 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 an organic or a, a natural approach to, uh, to life. Uh, why don't you talk just at least briefly, tell us about that one. Yeah, so my, my wife, and you know, we have so many children, my wife had been uh, creating natural products since the early 2000s because, you know, the girls wanted a lip balm, a, a face scrub, a, a roll-on or whatever. And so she started dabbling with that and she got pretty good at it. And back then in about 2004, um, we formed a small company and, and she was selling her products. But at the same time, the company that was um, 
my uh, breadwinner was taking off. And so I took off with the company and sort of put it on the side, the natural product company for my wife to you know continue to do whatever she was doing. And then in 2017, we, we were acquired, the, the, uh, the company Patriot Operators was acquired by a, a large company. And um, in 2018, my wife told me, hey, can we formalize my company? And so we tried to buy uh, an existing company out of California. And after eight months of um, trying to do diligence with, with the owner and all that stuff, the, the deal fell through. And she said, well, why don't we just do it from scratch? And I'm like, okay, I'm game. You know, we built several, <laughs> I built, I built an ammo manufacturing company. I built a, a, a nationwide retail company and also gun stores. And so I think the concept, the basic concepts are the same. Mm. I mean, you got to figure things out, right? We're problem solvers. So um, we, 2019, we started building the company. We ordered equipment. And then COVID hit, we had some art delays and issues. And so it's been a struggle, um, needless to say. But here we are, you know, we got a, a, a full gamut of pro products and uh, we're trying to go to uh, B2B. We tried B2C and it's brutal out there. And so uh, right now we changed the focus to um, B2B. Got it. Wow. Uh, well, that, I'm sure there are about a thousand things we could learn from that journey, but yeah. let's focus on one, uh, particularly, you know, you talk about lessons learned, and uh, that's something we share and we're both interested in, and is what we've learned from, particularly the struggles from the failures. Uh, is there one that is a turning point for you, something that didn't work, but it informs you today and that you actually are able to use it in, in your business and in your life? Well, um, after a great run of about 17 years with a lot of success, um, I didn't check the references of a marketing company because I trusted the person, he was an older gentleman and uh, he had a pretty good strategy for us to place products in, in uh, big box companies. Um, and I didn't check the reference. So I worked with him for about seven months trying to build uh, display cases for um, our towelette, our natural towelettes. And uh, all of a sudden, he, you know, he told me, hey, I got a purchase order for coming up for $250,000 from Walgreens. And then I have another one for another $250,000 for, I think it was Walmart. And I'm like, okay, we're sitting pretty. And that's the last I heard of him. Just disappeared. Disappeared. And uh, I worked with an agency. So I called back the agency and said, hey, what's going on with this guy? He's been, he disappeared for the last four or five weeks. I can't get a hold of him. They couldn't get a hold of him, the guy, hold of the guy. And so I wasted about eight months worth of work. And I should have known better. I should have checked his references and everything else. But, you know, folks like us, they're very mature and all that stuff. And you don't think some 70-year-old guy is going to, 65 year old is gonna scam you, but. You know, they, uh, one of the things that I've noticed and I hear it kind of as a subtext to what you're saying is that what works for me is trust and uh, that people trust me. And that means I have to extend it, you know, yes. and uh, 
you know, I, I'm, I can't remember if we've talked about this in personal conversations, but uh, you're aware that I spent six years uh, doing leadership training and, and consulting and mentoring in China uh, from 2015 till 2020, till, till the COVID hit. And I was forced to return home. Um, but one of the things I did, and I, you know, I spoke in front of more than 100,000 people during those six years. And I worked pretty intensely with 20, uh, around 20,000, you know, in, in three and four and five day programs. And I started asking a question. And the question was for me, really. But it, it, I, what I found out it is it has a lot of uh, like currency in the world. And that is, I would ask these, after I built some trust with these groups, I would ask them, raise your hands if you've been betrayed in, in business or in, life, in personal life. And the, the, the response is 100%, Miguel. Yeah. And you know, this is people willing to put up their hands in a public setting. I may have missed a few that didn't hold their hand up, but if, if I did, it's still 98% or something like that. Um, but betrayal is uh, you know, a, a natural kind of result if we trust people. But what's the alternative, right? You, if yeah. you don't trust anybody, uh, that's a pretty, pretty bad environment you're setting up. I, I just think that um, a piece of advice for your listeners is check references. I have, I'm in a, a mastermind group. It's been there for three years, and they're pretty elite uh, type members uh, in terms of uh, business uh, uh, accomplishments and things like that. And I've worked with at least four or five of them and they all fail me. They all fail me in, this is a market on the marketing side. They promised things they didn't deliver. Um, I worked with a guy who was supposed to set up a, a Amazon account, uh, yeah, a, an Amazon store uh, back in September. And I just fired him three weeks ago because he just didn't deliver. He did open up the store but it was only three SKUs and we struggled. Again, I, I don't want to get too much into this thing, but check references, even if they are your friends. It doesn't matter, just treat it as a business transaction. I hate to say that, but you have to be able to separate the business part and the, and the friendship um, part. You have to. Yeah, and I think uh, for those of us that kind of more naturally trust, there's an emotional component to it. You know, we, we trust our feelings and frankly, those feelings work out most of the time. Yes. Uh, or gut instinct or whatever you want to call it, intuition. Mm -hmm. uh, it works most of the time. It's worked for us. It's created uh, success and, and all of the good things in our lives. And yet sometimes it, it blinds us uh, to, to that kind of due diligence uh, mm -hmm kind of way of being uh, I yeah. think that's a that's a good point uh, I, went I, back, well, I went back into the I should have known better I should have uh, known better but again lesson learned it will never happen again also for your listeners really interesting uh, what I've learned from that was I will not pay somebody to work with me they have to have um, some sort of skin in the game mm. so now there's marketing folks that want to work with me. And I said, okay, you, we will share revenue. Let's come up with a formula and that's it. I'm not paying you a nickel. If you've got, if you think that my company's so great and you're going to do all these great things and then let's just share with revenue. And, uh, 
I'm working on a couple of deals on, on revenue share, but I will not pay anybody else right now. I think a lot of these people that are putting themselves out there as advisors, particularly in the marketing and sales side, are kind of following that old thing that says, if you can't do, teach. You know, <laughs> they, they actually have not done well at what they're now telling you to do, you know, uh, or I should personalize this and say, telling me to do. <laughs> I've had the same disappointments. Wow. So uh, how do you, well, one way certainly is, is structure it differently and have it be on a, on a pay as you go, pay as you produce business, or what's the old line? We, uh, we eat what we kill. Yep. Uh, otherwise, yeah. otherwise we go hungry. <laughs> yeah. uh, have you ever figured out a way to really check on those people uh, to do more background on them? Uh, well, yeah, I mean, online, I'll, I'll look for it and I'll try to, I'll ask them for, um, uh, for um, you know, previous businesses they've dealt with and all that stuff for references. And a lot of times, if they're a little hesitant, they're like, well, go to my social media. I mean, you'll see my success. I'm like, well, you, you probably rented the Lambo that you're showing up with. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I'm just, I'm, now I'm, I uh, yeah, ask for references. If they don't give me references, that's it. I mean, right now in LinkedIn, I'm getting bombarded by people. Hey, you know, uh, um, I could get you some coaching gigs. I'm an agent. I could do this and all that stuff. And I'm like, nope, if you, if you want skin in the game, you want to be my agent, then I need you to uh, do a revenue share program here with me. Otherwise, I'm not going to, I'm not going to work with you. Yep. I get it. I get it. Well, you've kind of introduced something that I am aware of, and that is that you are now creating some, or, and you've been creating time to help other business people uh, in your circle and your network. And, uh, and now you're looking at doing it maybe a little bit in a more organized way. Uh, how have you balanced, I mean, I'm talking about up until now, running a number of companies, uh, and, and your family, and this reaching out to help others uh, in business? Uh, I, I mean, do you have rules on your time or do you just follow your gut or how do you, how do you manage that? What's kind of an outside interest interest. Um, okay. So yeah, run just so to me, there needs to be balance in my life. And, you know, some people say balance is zero. The balance, the scale is balance is zero. And I just think it's a fallacy because um, for me, it's a four legged stool. It's God, my family, my country, my business. And so I have my priorities and I follow my priorities. So I need to take care of my family. If I, I don't want to miss having breakfast with them. I don't want to miss taking them to school. So I'll get up earlier and I do my workout pretty early in the morning. So I guess answering your question is time management. And then mm -hmm. you, you have to um, get rid of all the distractions. Like I hardly watch TV. Um, I hardly, you know, I, do some social media because I have to, but um, I stay pretty focused on what I'm doing. I have a, 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 a list of things that I got to get done. Then I break it like, okay, I got to get this done in the morning. So I won't eat lunch. I'll punish myself. I won't eat lunch until I get those things done in the morning that I said I was going to get. And then I have my, the same thing in the afternoon. I, I won't go home until I get this two, three things done. 
and it, fo it forces me to focus. Yes, got it. I'm also always auditing my actions. I'm going, okay, you're doing this. Is this, is this what, what you're supposed to be doing? Yes or no? And it's usually, it's, it's automatic. Now it just comes in my mind. I'm going, oh, I'm going to focus on what I'm supposed to be doing. And so it takes a while to get used to that, but I'm managing, managing my time. I'm doing a program right now, an exercise program. It's called 75 Hard. Oh, yes. Yeah. So I this is my well. second time. This is my second time. So it's two workouts a day, 45 minutes, one indoor, one outdoor. I got to drink a gallon of water. I got to read 10 pages and uh, water. Well, the exercise. And then I got to take a, a picture. But it takes time. It's yes. two hours, so two workouts, and then the reading and, and the water and all that stuff. It takes discipline, but people go, well, how do you do it? And I'm like, you manage your time. Now, and it starts with commitment, of course. And uh, once that's in place, you find the time. I, I, I yeah. certainly know that. And, and actually, with mentoring clients, I teach them. You know, I, I think you're aware I spent, I've spent 23 years of my working life abroad. And 12 of those years were in Japan. And uh, uh, Japan has a lot of what they call loan words, words that they borrowed from English and German are, are the two big ones. Uh, I mean, we do that in America too. I mean, we talk about deja vu, you know, as an example, we do use foreign words. And, uh, but in Japan, sometimes they assign interesting meanings to those words that they make up. And one of them is kohi, Kaiwa. So kohi is their way of saying coffee. And kaiwa is conversation. And it is a dismissive and uh, kind of insulting term, because it's about advice that nobody ever follows. And I'm wondering, in the work that you've done as a service to, to friends and probably family also, uh, in, in being a coach, being an advisor, have you have you run into that where people are asking for advice and don't follow it or or twist it in a way that doesn't work for them? Has that happened for you? Oh yeah, most definitely. Um, I found people that are they have like um, personal traumatic experiences, like you know they they, they had an alcoholic parent or or whatever, and they keep relieving those things all the time and I'm going, look, that's in the past. It doesn't exist anymore. You're bringing it back. You need to start focusing on dropping that baggage. You can focus on the present right now. And um, they, some people are in love with that pain, with that feeling. They're mm. not in love, but I mean, they're like addicted, I suppose, is their crutch. If I fail here, it's because of this. Yes. And when you take that away, they don't want to throw that away. They, they, they need that themselves. And so I uh, have people that listen and, and, and move on and they go, man, it feels great. I'm liberated. And there's people that are like, I can't do it. I can't do it. Like, okay. Well, you know, yes. also and people it, not taking action. They just listen to you because you're not charging them anything in theory. And they just waste your time and they don't plan to execute on what you're coaching them on. You know, my work is with uh, small and medium-sized businesses, not the big companies. Uh, one of the, I think, more famous and really for good reason, consultants and coaches to big business 
uh, is a guy named Alan Weiss. And uh, Alan Weiss has this attitude that uh, you're going to pay attention to me in direct proportion to how much money you paid me. And, you know, it sounds just a little bit cynical, but it's kind of true. Yes. That, that uh, you know, if I, and I know this is true for me with workouts, when I've had a coach uh, and I'm paying for the workout, I do it. Yeah. And when I don't, I find excuses and I'm undisciplined and, you know, all of that stuff. Uh, coaches really matter first for their content, for their caring, but also that it helps to increase commitment when you're paying for something. And uh, that's kind of the, what the Japanese are getting at when they talk about kohi kaiwa, uh, coffee conversation, is it's meaningless because you didn't pay for it and you're just kind of flapping your gums. It's, it's an interesting condition. I yeah, think. so I get a lot of um, requests from on social media saying, hey, Miguel, you know, because I used to do what I, uh, a little program called me Mondays with Miguel. And I would take free calls from, from you know, five, six people. And they could bring any, any topic and we talk about it. And so I still get some remnants of that. People go, hey, do you have time to talk to me? I, I, I got a question or whatever. And I, I was, I'm doing it less and less and less because I'm going, okay, well, uh, um, we could do uh, an assessment call and then I could tell you what it would take for me to coach you one-on-one -on -one if that's what you want. They're like, no, I just want a few minutes of your time. I'm like, sure, I'm really cool. I'm sorry, I can't, I can't do it. Exactly. Because like you say, you know, uh, coffee and conversations is meaningless to them because they they're not vested. Right. They're not, they're not yep. vested. So. They're not, that the, the eagerness or the readiness uh, is not there. And, uh, and therefore, the commitment is not there. Therefore, it's just, it's like watching TV mindlessly. You know, it's... It, it doesn't go anywhere for them or for you. And it's very dissatisfying is one of the things that I've learned is that it doesn't kind of uh, fulfill me if I'm, if I'm offering ideas to people that don't, don't really use them. Um, there's a very successful business here in Colorado years ago called Career Track. They, were the, they became the largest seller of one-day seminars in the world. I mean, it, it's a big business, hundreds of staff and uh, trainings going on all over the place, but always one day, you know, one on management or one on leadership or a day on being a better executive assistant, things like that. Uh, and, and they had a one day on time management, by the way. Uh, so uh, the guy that, the co-founder of that company, Jimmy Colano is a dear friend. And, uh, you know, Jimmy's, Jimmy has, some, has learned some little disciplines but one of them comes out of after he sold the business and he was, so he's a very he was a very rich guy at 40, you know, so he's not ready to retire. I mean, he spent a couple of years building a beautiful home in Boulder, Colorado, and one in Vail, Colorado. He loves to ski. He did some travel, did things with his family, and then he got bored. And the next two years after that two years, he, he listened to people saying, come and be a consultant for me. And it's a very bright guy about sales and marketing uh, with a proven success story, right? And they offered him uh, outrageous amounts of money and then he would do it. And then they never followed through. And he said it became so dissatisfying to him. He started turning down the money and turning down the, the job offers because it, it, that dissatisfaction got in the way of, of him living the rest of his life. 
and you know enjoying his his family his money <laughs> you know and uh, so uh, you know and he found some other things to do that have turned out to be fantastic and uh last year in 2021 he was named citizen of the year in boulder uh you know and and this is a kind of quiet guy kind of an introverted guy but he uh you know if you donate enough money to enough charities they're going to name you citizen of the year <laughs> so yeah. you know that's how that happened uh, so i'm very proud of him i'm proud to to be his friend actually uh but the, anything that provides dissatisfaction is to be avoided you know it, yeah. eat, it eats away at you yeah, I mean, especially when you're at a different level. I mean, definitely he's in a different level where money is not the main objective. Impact is. And to see that not come to fruition, it's frustrating. So it's not about the money. It's about right. the impact. Yes. And uh, joy and satisfaction are now on my list of objectives for me and, and for my clients. Yes, of course. If we can't contribute to your business success, you're probably not going to pay me my outrageous fees, but, but uh, uh, at the same time, I want to help people experience joy and satisfaction. We've only got one one go around here in life, and uh, I think God put us here for a, a, a rich, full experience of life in, in all areas. So, Miguel, it's been wonderful, wonderful, wonderful to be with you. I, I you know, you're so involved in so many different things, but if people wanted to be in touch with you. Uh, how, what's the best way to do that? Um, they could find me on social media at in Instagram at MAG Patriot, uh, or you know they could email me at Miguel at Natural Choice Company, all spelled out. dot com. And um, Facebook, I it's been a long time since I got in there. I'm not a big fan of social media. I think it's a big waste of time. Um, I'm in Instagram because it's uh, that's how man manage the business as well in there. But um, so if you guys, yeah, want to um, get in touch with me, Miguel at naturalchoicecompany.com or uh, MAG Patriot in Instagram. Wonderful. Miguel, it's been a delight to spend some time with you. I know it's been helpful to many of our listeners and, and viewers and uh, uh, and. Uh, a celebration of our building friendship, which I really appreciate and honor. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. It's been an honor. All the best. Thank you. Bye for now. Bye. Thanks so much for joining us for Conversations with Achievers. If you or someone you know would make a good guest for this weekly show, the details are at therobertwhite.com and click on podcasts. I'm looking for businessmen and women with a story to tell, stories that might benefit other owners and executives. If you got some value from this program, I'd really appreciate you sharing about it on social media and just mentioned www.therobertwhite.com slash podcasts. Of course, subscribing means you won't miss a show and rating the podcast positively will leave Robert smiling. I'm building a movement here for leaders, leaders who want to succeed in business, succeed with their families, have fun, and contribute toward making the world a better place. It's special to me that you chose to listen. I look forward to connecting again next week. Remember, 
Reach out to me anytime with any questions or concerns at therobertwhite.com. Bye for now.